guest today coming all the way from the east coast she is a craftsmaker resin designer let's give it up for desi welcome to the show hi thank you <laughs> how are you doing today good how are you i'm good it's it's um well for the audience that probably won't know it's a sunday morning i'm not used to being up this early <laughs> um, but you are always on the other side, so I was like, let me make sure we could get this collaboration done because the audience don't know the backstory behind this. We had a very interesting <laughs> mix-up. <laughs> Let's call it a mix-up. <laughs> so um I I follow well, you followed me. I think I followed you first, and we kind of connected on Instagram, had a brief conversation about what you do and why you do your page. And I thought it was interesting from what I've heard, which is gonna be pretty much our topics for today. And I brought you onto the show. I asked you, can you come to the show, give us your story, you know, talk about yourself a bit. And you said, yeah. So the funny thing, audience, the one thing that you should always do is always ask, hey, where are you located? <laughs> <laughs> what's your time zone <laughs> funny thing so we scheduled for like a monday in the evening now i'm always in california you're always on the east coast and i'm like all right i'm at work i'm thinking to myself did i even get the location down <laughs> like, are we on the same coast <laughs> so funny thing audience while I was at work, I got a message. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Your question was, hey, so um, are we good? Because it's like 8.30 right now. <laughs> right? And I didn't want to seem rude, you know, like, push me or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a very funny moment for me because at that moment, I had that oh shit moment. I was just like, yeah. oh. Shit. Made me feel a certain way. Like, <laughs> so unprofessional of myself not to tell where I'm at, you know? Yeah. 
<laughs> but either way, we made it happen. We we're here. We're here today. And for all you guys that are listening out there, I am glad that you guys are here listening to this podcast. You know, I appreciate every one of you that listen to the podcast, that take the time to listen, that also follow me on Instagram, that list that look at my stories, like my pictures, you know, because this is all for the love of horror and all love for art design and just being a creator, you know? So yeah. Yeah. So Desi, can you talk about yourself a little bit? Can you let us know what you do? Well, I am a mother of three kids, which does have quite a bit to do with it. Um, I'm from Germany. Mm -hmm. We both work full-time, me and my husband and yeah, anxiety is a bitch. So art yeah. is an outlet. I do not want to take medication for it because it does change you. You know, you got to kind of learn to make that your bitch to a certain point. <laughs> no, I'm serious. People give up too quick, I believe, and just try to take the easy way out. Now, some people have severe problems. Of course, they need help. But art, man, try it. It's, it's, it's so... What, what's therapeutical yes yes yes, yes. Um, I, I actually did a poll on my instagram page and i asked like you know people's feelings about art in general and 100 percent of people agree like art is very therapeutic yes. you know yep. and i think it's very therapeutic also i'm <laughs> i used to um while i was an art major in college um i used to do like drawing classes and what have you yeah. When I was when I was in school, I had like this um I I was brief tangent, <laughs> brief tangent real quick. So I had like this life drawing class. I would say was probably like the best class I've ever taken as an art yeah. student. And it's not just because like we were drawing naked people. I mean, of course, like it was <laughs> it was it was Ooh, great that yeah. we were drawing <laughs> drawing right. naked people. I was like, all right, free boobs, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh what was great about that class is that the teacher made the class fun. You know, he would yeah. play like all these different types of world music. He would be very yes, like, yes. charismatic. He would just be like joking around. Even with the with the models, he would be joking around. It like that class left a very lasting impression on me. And it really made me it made me give like a huge appreciation for like certain people that love art and that do art. Yeah. You and know? You, you can tell like my sons come home and they're like, oh, my art teacher is jerk. And I'm like, how the hell are you an art teacher and you're a jerk? Like you have so much freedom to mm -hmm. make compared to like math. You just got to do your, you know, curriculum, whatever. Mm -hmm. Art, okay, they have to learn this kind of structure but you could put that structure literally on anything, you know what I mean? Or make it out of anything. So I'm like, how, like, no, that's just sad to me, you know? Yeah. Like, how are you a jerk? And yeah, I, I actually had a teacher that was a dick, like a very dickish art teacher. And I don't know whether it's because like, maybe he wasn't satisfied that, you know, now he's teaching design to students versus him being out there still in the world because I mean obviously some professors still do design but they don't do it like on a full-time basis because you know they're doing teaching now yeah but I don't know whether if it's like because he was upset with how his life has taken a turn or Probably, man. with something People outside get stuck in that shit. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I I refuse to be one of them. Like it's, it's a daily struggle almost like even, you know, with my husband, we've been together almost 15 years. It's like, once that routine sets in, you got to check yourself and do something even personally, you know, you just, because then you get destructive, I think self-destructive. Yeah. And so you really got to keep doing new things, even if they only last for a while. But I, I think that is a routine killer and it's just so important, you know, and this is why I make 28 different types of art crafts whatever since we're on the topic of um all the art that you make can you tell us some of the um mediums that you use like what's your background and how long you've been using like the different types of mediums that you've been making okay well i don't have a um actual background never took a class for anything it's all Mm self-taught which pretty cool but you know trial and error um I do use a lot of resin, which is, it's fun, but that's, that's trial and error for sure. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the dolls that I paint, they could be either porcelain or vinyl. Um, as for what I can put on a doll or even a cup, it could be any, anywhere from just paint to latex to clay to, I have a vinyl cutter too, vinyl um, glitter, which I hate. I hate it. Oh, I hate glitter too. Uh, I like, hate it. <laughs> um, in my day job, the kids they love to use yes. glitter a lot. It gets everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> my everywhere. dog be covered in it. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> like the That's worst like- part about glitter, it's like even though it's like, yo, I'm coming from work. Some people probably think you're coming from a strip club or something right. with all the glitter that you got on yourself. <laughs> like you're no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm in some of these groups for the cups and they all make the same shit. One person come out with a design and it's all look at my version and they all look the same. So that kind of mm-hmm. it bores my artistic whatever attention. And of course I'm in, in horror, you know, so I try to make them creepy and I do, but yeah, the glitter over there, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, dang, I don't have one. So, you know, the skin mm-hmm. is, I put that on cups too and cover it in resin with stitches and everything. So yeah, that was yeah. probably my most, how can I do that? How can I achieve it? You know, make it look right. And it took me a good month to figure it out. And then one night it hit me latex, you know yeah yeah so yeah the next day i tried it and it worked and it, it looks like a freaking chopped off limb and, I'm <laughs> it, you know? and so i posted that in the group and it was like i don't know how many likes and comments but it was oh how'd you do that and i'm like i ah, no offense I'm not telling because i make this from the heart like this satisfies my brain and you guys you know do your you keep doing your mom is a freaking walk in the park cups whatever um mm-hmm. I don't do this so much for the money, but more because it's awesome, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not telling. (laughs) Yeah, I remember you saying, like, you do this, like, for, like, your anxiety. Can you kind of, like, go into a little bit about it? Like, what got you started? Um, So anxiety is all about distracting your mind to get rid of it, you know, even 
momentarily. So um, yeah, if you're sitting there painting something, I used to paint canvases too mm -hmm. for the dolls, but I don't have patience for that because it really, you gotta be so careful, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, but that that's just, your focus is totally on something else. You have nothing else to think about, you're good. Your anxiety is gone. Because really anxiety is a nuisance. And while it is horrible, and trust me, I've been there. I used to wake up three in the morning with a massive attack, having to go walk around the block, you know. I'm okay now. If my anxiety was gone tomorrow, I probably would not be <laughs> the same person. Yeah. So while, while it's got me up here on a baseline, you know, and not all mellowed, yeah, like, you know, chill and stuff, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> it works in my favor, you know. But yeah, I, I just started drawing those canvases and I noticed that it got better something to focus on and then the art just kind of evolved from there the rest of it so yeah okay it's so i can gas for my engine almost now okay yeah yeah i so. believe like if we all could kind of like find that healthy medium <clears throat> outside of like you know indulging into substances and all that um yeah. it, it would definitely help us out i know for me like for me, I've always been like trying to find like that healthy medium outside of like, you know, doing the partying and, you know, all that other wild stuff that, you know, everyone was doing. And just like for one day, I was like, you know what? I should start a podcast, but I don't know what I want to do a podcast on. And I've always had like a love for horror. Um, it's crazy because like, I want to say the most wild thing for me was just randomly watching a movie or not actually it wasn't even watching a movie. It was watching a video about like, do something that you love, do something that, you know, mm -hmm. is creative that you want to talk about. And I don't know, for one, one day it just clicked, like, because I went from jumping to like, oh, you know what? I want to do a video game channel i'm not that great in video games <laughs> i like playing them for fun you're but too I old not... now okay yeah. these little yeah. Shits you know? <laughs> yeah i'm just like yo i i don't have like that much patience to be great at a game some i just like playing for fun you know yeah. I, I don't yeah. care to be like the not best competitive yeah then i went to go from games to to books and i was like you know what i should do a book channel i'm not that fast of a reader right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like if there's a book that's like about i want to say 300 pages it'll probably take me like a month and a half to finish really <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm that kind of a reader <laughs> i'm that slow when it comes to reading i could say like the fastest I have ever finished a book was probably within a week. And I mean, that's probably like, for some people, they're, they're like, oh, well, that's nothing. Some people could do that for a week. But for me, that's, a, that's an achievement. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Reading is time consuming. I mean, it's awesome, but it's also, I literally would not have time right now to get a book and actually sit down and read it, you know what I mean? And I think yes. that's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love books. I do. I do too. Like, 
I want to say the last book I think I read was um, what was his last book I read? I can't even think of it right now. I know it wasn't like well, act, well, physical book I read. I think it was on this book called A Sellout, mm-hmm. and that took me I want to say a month to finish because I was just like at first I was like into the book. But then it got to that middle part of the book. I don't know if you ever had this issue, but drag. Yeah, it yeah. drags in the middle. Yep. And then, like, once I got to the end, I was like, that's it. What <laughs> this, <do you> mean? <laughs> yeah. this was very lackluster. <laughs> right. Damn, that sucks, though. You spent all that time <laughs> just to get. Yeah, I feel you on that. My last book was the Necronomicon, and I really had to reread a lot of it because, yes, my my English is good, but mm-hmm. it's not my first language. So when reading something, it like I don't comprehend sometimes. Like I'll read it, and I'm like, I'm not quite sure what all that just said, you know? Yeah, so yeah. Some parts I had to go back, and yeah, but now I can say that I read the Necronomicon. You know, such a badass. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yep. Our so, Salvatore books were good. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons when I was little. Hell yeah. Oh man. I feel like a lot of kids nowadays, they're very much exposed to books like that. Like they get first into like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy to me how this book has been standing the test of time because it's probably been around since maybe I was a kid and I mean that's kind of like showing off my age a little bit (laughs) (laughs) but it's been the book that's been like standing the test of time and it's like you know all the kids read it I never read it I've never been a Harry Potter fan and it's so crazy (laughs) when people hear me say that they're like you don't like Harry Potter I'm like nope (laughs) I watched like one or two of them just just you know to watch whatever you know to see it for what it is but I'm yeah I'm not I'm not against it I don't dislike it but I'm not like Stan Harry Potter no yeah yeah I'm a nerd though I love Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> seriously I uh. Game of Thrones I if I could live in that kind of era I totally 100% would I need okay. armor and a sword and a horse this life is going to be <laughs> or like the middle ages i'm i'm so drawn to that just darkness and gloom of it all you know mm-hmm. that's probably two of my art why it's so eh, dark <laughs> you know but yeah that's it's crazy how people lived back then or just i don't know all the executions and the swear like bro, <laughs> you know what why <laughs> You know, let's think about this for a moment. I'm having a very funny thought in my head. Think about like medieval times, but with today's technology. That imagine, would... imagine a beheading and people are just Instagramming that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, y'all, at the at this beheading right now, right? you just stole like a banana at the little shop. Oh my god. <laughs> like... so Hey, but you know what? If we're not careful with um, who we put in power and whatnot, that oh. shit is not far away. <laughs> like, I don't want to put politics into it. I really don't. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I'm telling you right now, as a German, and I don't care if my followers hear this, unfollow me. I don't give a shit. I stand by it. 
the fucking last four years had a World War II rhetoric, okay? Mm -hmm. I know the history of my country more than people here, okay? Yeah. Because I was interested in it. I, I kind of self-studied it, you know, for my own sake. And just the rhetoric, how it started, and the finger-pointing, and the the villainizing of, of Hispanics and Black people. Like, come on, mm -hmm. man. That's how it started with the Jews. And I don't give a shit what anybody says. And we, like Trump or not, we have to be careful. Biden's not mm -hmm. perfect. But that fascism shit, yo, the Handmaid's Tale, too. <laughs> that, all right? Hence, you know, go in the kitchen and make babies and that's it. Like, we need to be careful. We need to think about it. Yeah. And we need to do it together, you know? Yeah. Because they're going to come for the opposites as much as they will come for us. And the opposite of us doesn't understand that. You yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that shit gets me triggered. So, yeah, <laughs> very vocal on that. <laughs> and this is our brief moment of um, politics. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Had, like, I love everybody, you know what I mean? Like, we shouldn't be scared to go outside. We shouldn't be scared to have our kids driving because they're the wrong freaking color, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. I agree I with you. I feel for you. I do. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know... People point the finger at me too. Well, you can't say it like that. Well, how how are we supposed to say it and let you know that like we feel for you? Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, seriously. And like I said, my kids are not white, white, white. And mm -hmm. I cannot imagine what it feels like as mother to be scared of my kids going outside. Yeah. And my kids just get punked. They don't get shot. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, we got really. I don't know. It's all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, Too much to say about all that. Yeah, yeah. It's literally, it's, it, it has to come out of change. I don't know what that change is. I don't have the answers. <laughs> but I do know it definitely comes with more like dialogue and understanding and just like hearing the stories and actually understanding where people are coming from yep. instead of I villainizing it as just, oh, well, I don't see that shit. So y'all, y'all making that up, you know, kind of thing. Right. right. You know, exactly. or true. if, it, or if it's like on camera, you know, it's like, oh, well maybe so-and-so did something to that person in order for that situation to happen, you know, cause it's, yeah, we need to, you know, like police brutality is wrong regardless of who it is put on. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it's happened to white people too. And you know that but yep. it always it's it's not as you see the white ass mass shooters getting fucking handcuffed and walk to the car yeah all right and yeah. that that just speaks okay january 6th they stormed the motherfucking capital of the united states of america <laughs> yeah last year, did you see last year when 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 people went protesting in dc mm -hmm. how many freaking cops they had standing on the capitol stairs shoulder mm -hmm. to shoulder yeah mm -hmm. why it was black people you know mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, you can't deny this shit like oh it, no it makes me mad it pisses me off and i'm speaking as somebody from the outside i'm yeah. not a native country and i see this shit yeah I'm like how how can you deny it and how can it keep happening sometimes shit is justified sometimes it is you know i try to be fair but like come on man no nah. it, it's nope. not it, it's not majority no. of the police brutality that happens is very unjust 
Right. You know? Absolutely. And I, I funny thing, I had a funny conversation with someone um, about this too. I was like, yeah. So if it was like people that were my race storming the Capitol, I bet you it would have already been no hesitance, yes. guns drawn. It just yep. would have been duck hunting season right yeah. then and there, you know? 100%, like no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. Yeah. It's, I just, I'm speechless on how it is so clearly out there. And we're, or now Georgia, the freaking, so I think Black people won Biden the election, okay? Oh, yeah. They yeah. went out and they voted. So he needs to get his ass in gear too. Now they got what? Voter restrictions in Georgia? What? <laughs> what kind of yeah. Jim Crow shit is that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I wish for black people, keep pushing. Like, don't don't sit down right now. Do not, because y'all got momentum right now. We're here. A lot of us are here with you guys, you know. And yeah, like, no, no, no. Keep going. Keep like y'all flip Georgia blue. That's crazy. <laughs> that was, that was and they got fucking mad and they didn't like it yep so yep we gotta keep at it yep i love every bit of it <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right great. but um moving away from that because yeah, <laughs> we got okay. on the huge tangent <laughs> but um going back to more of the art so what do you say you draw your inspiration from whenever you start like creating anything that you create like, what is the process of that? Okay, so when I see a doll, see the face, I usually get an idea, like, I could do that to this doll, you know? Mm -hmm. out or staple the head. I You just see a vision, kind of, lack of a better term. Yeah. So, but I've made, like, no kidding, probably $800 this last few years. I'm, like, dolled out, and now I look at them and I get nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> not kidding so now i'm just trying to work kind of different things like i've been skinning all this stuff candles the mask the lampshades get a break from that and i'm trying to circle back to the dolls because it's almost halloween yeah oh yeah halloween is around the corner yes and i have the big convention i'm going to in september the monster mania con mm -hmm. so that that's packed that is a big one and I don't want to make stuff that is half-assed. So yeah. if I need another week or two, I'm just going to walk away from the dolls again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's usually I see something and I can see, you know, potential. Yeah. Okay. Cups, whatever, whatever you want on it, whatever I want on it. It can literally be anything, say anything. Yeah. So, yeah. And Love as far as the latex, I've been asking people, what should I skin next? And they mm. tell me, make me a Zippo lighter. So I did, or a baseball, <laughs> or, you know, just whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You have an interesting story about um, Facebook. <laughs> I want you to kind of tell that story for a little bit, because we talked about it before we started recording. Right. <laughs> and I thought this was an interesting story to talk about. It's funny, but it's not, you know. <laughs> okay, so the story about the Holly Jolly Elf on the Shelf people. Um, <laughs> so I bought like 50 knockoff elves from China, right? Mm -hmm. And I changed their face with clay. They had, they look like goblins. And yeah. I posted them on, on Etsy and I 
back then I was new. So I put a creepy elf on the shelf and they took it down, said copyright. I said, oh, true. My bad. Didn't even think about that. Honest mistake. Yeah. So I yeah. just stopped posting them all together. So I put them on Facebook as creepy elf, creepy Christmas elf, whatever. Yeah. So one day I got a notification on Mercari. My listing was taken down and Facebook and it was the elf people. And they, yeah, they banned me. Facebook banned me from my 11 or 12-year-old Facebook account for posting some creepy-ass elves that weren't even theirs, you know. Yeah. And yeah, that's how I lost my Facebook account that I had. My baby, <laughs> my kids' baby pictures, everything. They're uh, bad. They will come get you. Like, everyone's talking about Disney and shit. Nah, fucking elf people is where it's at. <laughs> Honestly. Jolly, jolly my ass, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like people on Facebook, they are so, they're a whole new breed of people. (laughs) Like like they are quick to just like take whatever you have down if they Mm -hmm. don't like it, you know? Yeah. So It's it's ridiculous. So I finally was able to make a new one though with Mm -hmm. a new phone. Yeah. Now I got, now I got a fucking Instagram a live block it's going on three weeks now and the only thing i posted was a jeffrey dahmer shirt that i made and it says (laughs) it says if you can't beat them eat them that's hilarious but people post serial killer shit all the time yeah yeah like oh my god you know how how is mine different why am i always on the shit list like (laughs) i don't get it they're they're not ready that's what it is (laughs) but the shirt sold you know all right so before we go into our first break um i want to kind of talk about like some of the pieces that you made so what is the best piece that you've worked on so far Probably they all turn into the same piece, the the cups with the skin texture. Okay. That really took thinking and it wasn't me looking, you know, getting ideas or inspiration somewhere else per se, or, you know, all work is copied somehow and turned into your own kind of thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, or styles for that matter. But um, yeah, that I have never seen a cup like that. And I was really and still am proud how they turned out because they look freaking disgusting and realistic, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do. And I sold quite a few of them, but a lot of stuff, pictures doesn't do justice. So I'm just going to have to sell a lot of things in person too. But yeah. that was my, oh my God, I made this. It's so cool. Look at it, you know? Ran yeah. upstairs, woke up my husband. You know, <laughs> so, he said I know he was probably half sleep. Like, oh my god, what? What do you want? So that was probably because anybody can paint a doll, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, that's not. Um, the lampshades are cool too, though. Yeah, but the cup, I would say, because then it worked too with the resin. Mm-hmm. that on there like it all worked out and yeah that was my favorite creation of things definitely all right all right yeah so um 
before we go and take a break real quick, um, can you tell the audience where they can find you? Um, Instagram at Desia's Creep Shop, maybe D-E-E-Z-A-Y-A-C-R. E E P S H O P. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And my Etsy is in there. So, yeah. And whatever you want, I can make it pretty much that big arsenal of things. Yep. Actually, I noticed um, you did like these skulls the other day that um, were kind of like made into cups. Um, Flower planters. Yeah. Those look yeah. so dope. If They're 3D you got, printed. yes, 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 they were. They were 3D printed. And I was looking at them. I was like, oh, this is so dope because I was, they look good as like the skulls. I mean, everybody likes skulls, you know, but it's the color. The mm-hmm. colors is what kind of yes. draw me. The rainbow it, silky filament. It's like, yes. I'm not into super like neon and stuff, but they, they, they look good. I like that, them. Neither am I. I'm, like just to see that little neon color how it came out i was like that is some dope ass coloring for that like i I can't see him as anything else (laughs) yeah i have black and i'm like yeah (laughs) yep all right so here's what we're gonna do we are gonna go ahead and take a break real quick and when we come back we're gonna talk to desi about some fear and perseverance so like you said yeah yeah i know it sounds like a very heavy show (laughs) so like you should say in a scary movie i'll be right back And we are back now, and I am back with Desi, as we are now going to talk about a very interesting topic. So the other other day before we started this podcast, um, I noticed on your Instagram page that you posted something about fear. So <laughs> I thought this was like a very interesting topic to bring up because horror is always about fear. Yes, you know? it is. Like um, Jason, you know, the fear of like, sex and all that you know sex drugs you know if you do any of that stuff you know some monster disguised as some kind of disease is going to kill you <laughs> or if it's like it follows it's literally a sexually transmitted disease that's going to kill you no, that is scary <laughs> <laughs> or like some of the um hostile movies you know the fear of being kidnapped into a that's foreign scary, country and i think that shit is real over there like oh yeah no idea, man. oh yeah Definitely. honestly i can see what happened in Hostel 2 happening in real life where people are yeah. being kidnapped, being used in the black market. Yeah. In the European East Block, hell no, that's just one big ass ghetto, generally speaking. And the sex industry is so big over there. And I think it kind of goes from like regulated stuff to not so regulated and a lot of gray and fuzzy lines, you know, and people, even Berlin city, my capital, People yeah. waking up with their kidneys missing at the border of Poland, you know, like, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But my biggest fear is heights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I don't, I don't know. I don't overcome it. 
I, I got that in that post. I have to get drugged up to go on the plane. But I do it. I go to the doctor and I say, hey, I need something. Take the edge off. And they're like, here's some lorazepam. Two of them. So I get mm-hmm. a prescription for two. One for the way there. One for the way back. And, but the whole time on the plane, I'm like. <laughs> I'm freaking out. And my husband's next to me. Like, how, how can you relax? Like, I don't Yeah, care. yeah. My kids yeah. even love to fly, and I'm like, y'all are sick. Like, <laughs> flying is cool because it connects us to the world so quick. Like, it's amazing the technology. Yeah. I'm not even scared of crashing or people. Oh, I'm scared of terrorists. No, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> so, what's the scary part about heights? Like, what is it that, what about heights that freak you out? See, I don't know because I used to be when I was younger and we would fly, I was fine. And the older I got, the worse it got. It's probably mm. irrational, but every time I get somewhere <laughs> higher, it's like I started panicking. And even if I try to, okay, you're good, the the floor starts moving. Like I get physical effects from it too. And it just instead of dealing with it, I don't have to fucking deal with it. I just don't do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same with oceans. Like I do not go in open waters. So I I made another post. What is what kind of genre of horror is the most scary? To me, it's the most realistic horror is scary. You know, mm-hmm. Jason's not real. He's I I I could beat him. I think because he's slow. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's running, he's just walking, whatever. I got that, but where they get stranded in the ocean that shit is scary and it happens and they're just dangling there getting ate by sharks piece to piece you know what i mean you're yeah. not getting out of that's just freaks me out or the guy that got stuck in the nutty putty cave in nevada i think it was mm-hmm. did you hear about that he was head down in a crevice that he couldn't exhale his his um his chest they couldn't yeah. get him out. He died there. Like, can you imagine that claustrophobia he had? Oh my god, no. He stuck there. And that's why maybe exploration-wise, I'm a bit boring. Like, I don't <laughs> no. like, nope, I'm not gonna do that. So you're not and gonna ocean, take a trip to the woods like the Blair Witch or anything like that. <laughs> that I probably would if it's daylight. And that is actually only two hours away from here where they filmed it oh like, nice it's just the town and people are annoyed like they have all like, these tourists coming you know but <laughs> that, that would make for a for a nice little video probably yeah, but yeah <laughs> the ocean is deep i'm a good swimmer but i could freak myself out in a pool oh there's something <laughs> under me like no no it geeks me out and yeah the number one on that video was bugs definitely bugs oh yeah see me that's my fear right there that I actually had to overcome, which I did overcome eventually. Cause now it's like any spider I see, I'm just killing it on site. I'm like, Nope, <laughs> you're not, you're not getting away from me. You're not living, <laughs> but That's bugs, was, bugs was definitely my fear. And I think the biggest fear for me about bugs was just like, I don't know. It was just like, they're creepy. They're crawly. 
you know and just like if you get bit it's like it's it's a wrap like either you'll end up with like this big ass bump on your face or <laughs> if it's poisonous you might die yeah. from it or you know spider babies coming out of your face oh my god that would be like, so disgusting and it happens man <laughs> like yeah bugs are those centipedes i don't know if you guys have them over there but here the basements like they have these big centipedes man house centipede, whatever <clears throat> they're they're like 20-legged spiders and they can go like 10 miles an hour and they are fucking disgusting and they're, <laughs> they bite and they freak me out more than spiders like spiders at least have a use and they're not really out to get you you know what i mean yeah majority of them aren't right but still can you please go outside like <laughs> <laughs> i don't like it i don't like them either, but they made number three on my list spiders oh yeah yeah I know the day I had to overcome that fear, I I was just like, okay, I am glad I'm done because literally I will be, if there was like a spider in my room and if, if it was like late at night and it's a, there's a spider in my room, I will literally be up till like almost like three o'clock in the morning trying to I figure did. out how yeah. to kill this spider, how to get rid of it. I know, because you're scared <laughs> if you go at it, it's going to jump in your face, right? Yep, yep. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's me. Yeah. Bugs, man. It's <laughs> like, and it's so, and it's always so annoying, like whenever they're like on the ceiling, I'll just be looking at the spider like, really? Yeah. Like out of all the places, like you could be on the wall where I can see you at eye level. Right. Now you got me all up there in the corner where I can't even hit you. Oh, yeah. And then I hit you when you fall between the (laughs) closet. (laughs) I know. I know. I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) I think that's like the most annoying thing is like when they fall and it's like carpet in my room. They fall and it sucks because like the carpet blends with the spider. (laughs) (laughs) Like the whole house has to go, you know? Yeah, no shit. We we almost had that man, the apartment we lived in before we bought this house. This lady moved in upstairs and she had roaches, right? Oh, oh, that's another hate. (laughs) The fucking German roaches. They're like the hardest to get rid of. So a week after she moved in, guess who had roaches too? Oh, you know? man. so we're like trying to fight them battle them this and that nothing worked so when it was time to move here i vacuum sealed everything because they can go with they can live without their head for like roaches are crazy they're kind yeah. of amazing you know <laughs> yeah, yeah i heard like they could survive if there was like a nuclear war yeah you know, they could survive a, <laughs> they'll survive a nuclear war yes and i they have do no not want though. They I do not. No they don't. They don't. I do not want anything that could survive a nuclear war in my house. Why would yeah. I want that shit? Exactly. I'm good. good. There's like <laughs> so many of them. But yeah, we moved here, and three months later, we had roach babies, and they were in the kitchen, localized. It's still disgusting, but we we would take care of it, you know. And then we'd be good for a while till a new egg hatch, and I finally got a pest control. Mm-hmm. So they were gone, but still, it's disgusting. You just turn on the light, and it wasn't like bad, you know, but still, you see one roach, no shit, you have at least a hundred. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> so, but I preferred them to spiders. If that would have been spiders, 
No. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, have this whole stigma too, you know, but they're they're disgusting, I guess, depending where they come from, whatever. But yeah, they're just moochers. They just want to eat and drink and make babies. That's it. It's <laughs> <laughs> all like and, a person. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of Freds and Bobs and you know. <laughs> nah, but bugs. Yeah, they gotta just don't be in the house. I don't like to kill anything, but just don't be in my house. Yeah. 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 So, um, kind of going back to the Instagram page. So I know you kind of asked like some of your audience, like what was their fears? Mm -hmm. I kind of did the same thing too, for my um, page. What were some of the fears that you've heard that people came up with that was like interesting to you or just like, oh no, you were just like, that's a very funny fear to kind of have or you know, just like what's some of the fears you heard? Um, it wasn't on that post because, like I said, that was mostly like, yeah, heights, water, and bugs too. But mm-hmm. uh, I know somebody that's afraid of watermelon. They just get geeked out by watermelons. <laughs> 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 yeah, man, this shit is creepy. It's just weird. And I'm like, have you ever tried it? No, they they are scared of watermelons. That's and, interesting. And yeah, and watermelon is so good. Like, if there was cantaloupe, I would understand. Like, is nasty. <laughs> like, you yeah, have a right to be afraid of cantaloupe, but not, not watermelon. <laughs> not watermelon, right? Yeah. It's, it's a lot of people's biggest fear is disappointing themselves, too. Oh, yeah. You have, like, deep conversations with people or one of my biggest fears, too. I had, like, cancer four years ago. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was, like, borderline it wasn't bad I wasn't dying or anything but it did need surgery I was just welting away in my bed of cancer while my kids were still little that yeah I don't want to I don't want to go like that that is one of my fears definitely that I don't try to think about a lot or that I it doesn't come up every day but it's scary you know yeah it's like you're dying every day I think that's a lot of people's fear you know it's just like dying before you ever get anything accomplished or dying before like you know your time and you know you don't get to really see like your children grow up or accomplish the things you want to accomplish because I I would think that's like a lot of people's fear I know that's some of my fears too you know because it's like yo like we want to actually feel like when it's our time to go we actually accomplish something like we could say like well I did this thing. I left this type of mark on the world. And, you know, I am grateful for that. So, yes, this is my time to go and I am ready for it, you know? Right. But then in the end, does it really matter if we left a mark on the world, you know, Mm -hmm. or or is it just something that society kind of tells us to think, you know what I mean? It is societal. It definitely is societal. I think in the end, I would be like, I like myself. I don't know if a lot of people can say that, you know, I, I could give myself a hug. I'm okay mm-hmm. with myself for the most part. Of course, I'm flawed as anybody else's, but um, I just want to, when I die, know that I lived an okay life. I yeah. wasn't rich, but I wasn't poor. Mm-hmm. You know, have that kind of the glass was always half full kind of thing. And a lot of people are the glasses half empty. And I think 
if people kind of change their perspective on stuff like that, the world mm-hmm. would be a better place. Not everywhere. Because a lot of places, that fucking glass is empty. And they need some of ours, you know what I mean? And we're not giving it. So always be happy with what you have and what you did and not what you didn't do, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I sound like a wise person sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird, but getting, I'm not even 40 yet, you know, but I grew up a lot this last like five years. Yeah. I'm sorry. Keep yeah. Notifications. But yeah, it, it's, I don't know. That, that would be my advice to people like, be happy, be content, find some beauty in each day, something nice, and stop and slow down sometimes and look at stuff and people, you know? You know, I think with the pandemic, that kind of helped me out, like, just, like, examining things in my own, like, real life that's outside of, like, just this podcast or mm-hmm. Instagram lifestyle. You know, I'm calling it a lifestyle. Like, I'm living on, on this shit. Right. <laughs> I don't live on this shit. The podcast life. <laughs> I know, I'm, like, in here opening doors with this podcast life. <laughs> like, <Right>. <laughs> That's a I, hashtag just, right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like the pandemic really taught me how to like really examine the things that I really want out of life, examine the people that is around me and kind of like just retrain my brain a bit on what's important for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because were you, were you at home? Yeah, 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 basically. So for me, I mean just like everyone else, I'm not a perfect person, you know, I made mistakes in life too. And, you know, for me, you know, I've always been kind of like, for the past few years, it's been kind of like a downward spiral, you know, and just kind of like feeling hopeless about like things that, that have happened. But, you know, since the pandemic, I had to sit down and think to myself, like, why am I feeling this way? You know, hate yourself. Yeah, (laughs) you know, and it's like it it took like a bit of like just restructuring. I mean, it some of it happened before the pandemic, but the I feel like the pandemic kind of like pushed it even more so Mm -hmm. in like you know years before. So yeah, because you had nothing but time. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's when idle hands are the devil's tools be it mental or physical you know what i mean so yeah but that's good that that happened also i think with age that comes to certain people you know yeah 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 and no nobody's perfect and i think we should start of course you don't have to like everybody Mm -hmm. you don't but like my husband he's not perfect i used to sit there oh my god i'm having anxiety attack and i you're fine that's it. But that's how it is. <laughs> that didn't that did that doesn't mean that he's he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. But he he's that's just genuinely how he is. You know, we're not all lovey dovey all the time. We're not, but oh, I'm yeah. gonna grow old with him. And I've instead of why don't you just sit there and talk me through my attack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That just that all teaches or taught me, you know, nobody has you like you do, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's why I think now I'm happier with everything around me and accepting of of you know his imperfections and mine, and and it works and it's so harmonious now to a point. There's still stuff we got to work on, like we yell at the kids a lot, 
but we don't hit them. Okay. So yeah. there's a difference. I yell because I don't want to hit because mm-hmm. I just don't like that. And plus they're too damn big over there. You can't do <laughs> <laughs> right? grown ass men. But, um, <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff I want to just work on a little bit more. Just, you know, sometimes you got to yell, but it's, yeah, with me and him, it's been better since I've become more accepting and just, he's started coming down here helping me, which is big because I almost need a second person. That's how busy I get sometimes. He built everything down here, the desk, you know, everything, the whole setup. He packs my box for me. So he's very supportive. And that's what you got to look at, you know? Yeah, that's very important. You know, and and it's funny to me. Well, not funny, but it's like, it's weird to me that um, I feel like there's this obsession with like people around my age or your age or just like younger and older. Because honestly, you know, some people, they don't get it sometimes is that they try and look for perfection all the time in a relationship. And it's like, sometimes you don't need perfection you need to find somebody you could work with could build with you know and kind of like you know help each other become better people you won't be perfect people but you'll be better people in a in a sense with each other and 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 people show like their love in different ways you know like i said we're not like oh you know but yo he built me all the shit that's love right there you know what i mean yeah yeah but not everybody sees it that way so, so yeah you know I think that's my biggest thing has always been and I've always said this and I feel like my podcast always comes back to it is that relationship gurus are the devil like yeah. those people that just go on social media go on YouTube or just anything Right. And they're given like these cookie cutter relationship advice. Yeah, that's there's there's no such a thing. Like everybody's different. Everybody vibes different. You know what I mean? But yeah, people just need to look at not just the big picture, but the small, the devils in the details, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's like you could like one thing I don't like is like when someone comes in and home wrecks relationship, you know? like and it's just it's so it's so trashy because it's like you're gonna sit there you know you're gonna spectate from the sidelines and try and like plan and plot some way to take somebody out of a current relationship that they're in right because you feel like they belong to you like that 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 doesn't make sense to me it's selfish it's disgusting oh yeah oh yeah And it's like, and it's, and it's trashy when like that person, you know, kind of falls for that. And they just like, well, you know what? I give up on my relationship. You know what? I want to see what it's like to be with this person, this, that, right. and the other. Now take it like we, we may not know all the intricate details. Maybe there is some bad stuff that's happening in the relationship. Maybe like the person that person is with is being abused some type of way. Right, right. That, that's different. Yeah, that's different. But I'm saying like some people that are in like the best possible situation that they're in, but they get some outside person telling them you're not in the best situation mm-hmm. that you're in. You need to leave that person and leave them for me. Yep. And they're dumb enough to listen. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah so i despise like stuff like that and i despise just the relationship gurus and i hope this is the last time i ever mention this back on my podcast ever again <laughs> he did not look at you he does not love you yeah <laughs> oh man um so going back to our conversation about fears and persevering um what movie do you find inspirational not necessarily a horror movie but just like any movie in general like have you ever ran into a movie that's inspirational since this is kind of like a horror network and what have you yeah um i i'm not sure like inspirational there's a lot of great movies out there and i find like now i'm going back watching a lot of old movies like we watched um private ryan the other day that shit mm-hmm. is different now that i'm older <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah i'm serious and and a lot so just the whole character all the characters in that movie the one mm-hmm. guy that didn't let his friend he didn't stop the guy from stabbing his friend and he yeah. was just so conflicted and just i like to see that kind of stuff you know good characters um but like direct inspiration no mm-hmm. except for like maybe people around me or myself yeah. you know um yeah and scary movies, while I love them, I haven't even seen a good one in a while. Mm. Last good one I saw to me was, uh, what, Green Inferno, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, I the uh, Eli Roth film. Yeah, I think. Yeah, where with, they're... With uh, them, where they crash and they get... Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. <I> love that. <laughs> and that one, Cannibal Holocaust doesn't have shit on that movie. Like that you know movie what? No. Factor, like nothing shocks me movie wise. <laughs> and, and I even watched a Serbian film. And I was like, just about to ask you that because yeah. this is that one film I fucking hate it <laughs> because it's that one film that everybody talks about. They'd be like, "Have you watched a Serbian film? Have you watched a Serbian film?" I'm like, I mean, the part with the baby is obviously not real. Yeah, like you can see, and and I found the end worse where it's his actual son. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't so graphic. Okay, that's sick. Eh, move on. Like, yeah, I mean it's disturbing. Not that I'm obviously for any of that. Like I, I would. Yeah, I yeah. would kill somebody if I knew they, you know. But, oh yeah, um, yeah. It was just, it was just like overkill, shock factor. Hmm. It was it was kind of boring. I don't know. I, 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 got, I got nothing from that. And you know, Jason and Michael and Freddie. I of course they're like cult classics. You know what I mean? But yeah, they're kind of boring too. Yeah, it's always the same. And I watch them all every year. You know, I like Wrong Turn Part One and Two. Okay. Again, because the woods are big, you don't know what you're gonna find, and there is some people inbred <laughs> but um yeah i like that i like jaws that shit is scary again feet dangling in the oh, water oh yeah <laughs> i think that would hit your fear more than anything else yeah yeah exactly or the strangers that was kind of creepy oh yeah that one was based on a true story yep. um the I believe the writer he said it was based on like a true story about events that's happened, not necessarily like what happened in the movie, right. but like yeah, inspired by stuff that was happening, yep. you know, around their neighborhood that 
brought the inspiration for this movie which is scary yeah. honestly it is. i mean home invasion that's that's scary shit yeah you know. that's scary for anybody honestly yeah and there was one it was german but they made it into an american version i forget what it is playtime something is two guys they do a home invasion on like a house by the beach somewhere and there's a kid there too i forget what it's called but they get away and then they catch them again and they just fuck them all up and that just anything with kids that's realistic looking and the sounds, the noises, and it's just ugh, hearing them scream. Oh, uh, yeah. Have you ever watched the um, movie I Spit on Your Grave? Like the yeah. 1970s version of it? No, I don't think I saw the old one. Oh, my God. That movie, if you saw that one, if you thought like the remake was crazy, the original is it, it's graphic. Okay. <laughs> it's graphic because it actually looks like they were actually abusing that woman on set and we were looking at like a little like a literal abuse film that's being staged as a scary movie see the second anything turns real i'm not like somebody one day came to their house and they're like oh watch this shit i think it was my Mm brother-in-law and he showed me a fucking beheading video and you know from the middle east and i'm like Turn it, like turn it off. Like, I don't want to hear that, man. <laughs> yeah. But no, like that shit is. And why would you want to watch that? I don't know. Like I don't understand like why people want to want to watch stuff like that. I, it, it it's it's in, not really interesting, but it's like it no. intrigues me to wonder like what? <laughs> why would you want to watch something like that? Right. But came across know, one. It was it was the cartels they had like five women and they just they literally chopped them up into like and then once you start watching you almost can't like look away you know what I mean but yeah I I'm again like now I'm getting older and the the real shit is giving me like I don't know that doesn't make me feel good I don't like to (laughs) that's somebody's mom you know or some whatever oh yeah yeah but you didn't know that's that shit should not be online yeah at all you know it's crazy because i went to the museum of death because we got that out here and some of the exhibits talk about like how people got killed um there's literally like a video where you see people just like get fucked up like seriously fucked up badly you know and um i forget why they have that video but it was talking about something dealing with violence and what have you obviously <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah i only been to that museum once uh, i'll probably go back again but i mean yeah in the heart of hollywood <laughs> very nice <laughs> you know it is there <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know we're just oh another good movie i just rewatched braveheart oh okay okay and that's almost inspirational because like nobody barely fights for anything they believe in anymore you know what i mean yeah yeah so okay to come back to it last year all the marches that was nice to see like that's it we're done we're doing this you know Mm -hmm. and and yes do it like 
that's what I mean. And so did they in that movie. And that really happened that way. And he really actually got executed that way. And when he screams freedom in the end, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) You to the end, you know. (laughs) Gangster shit right there. You know, he went out, he went out believing what he fought for. So that's inspirational. And we're all a bunch of pussies anymore nowadays. Yeah. We are. <laughs> Think about it. You yeah. know? Yeah, I kind of stand for this, but I'm just going to go home and uh, watch TV. Watch Bob's yeah. Burger. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Bob's Burger. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> I love that show, too. <laughs> Whenever I watch it, it's always enjoyable. <laughs> You know, it kind of comes back to a conversation I had with like one of my coworkers um, in my real world, (laughs) in the real world people. Not the podcast life. Not not the podcast life, you know, (laughs) you know, in the podcast life, I'm a rich millionaire that got, that got like 50 dozen hookers on standby. (laughs) (laughs) Not, but in real life, you know, (laughs) but in, um. I was talking to a coworker and we were talking about like the change of generations and just how like, you know, a lot of things is a, it's pretty much different from what it was like 10, 20 years ago, you know, like 10, 20 years ago, there were people that could just say a bunch of homophobic slurs and what have you, you know, maybe sometimes not necessarily to like somebody that's homosexual, mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. know, they just threw it around because that was the thing yeah. to do, you know, does. or use words like the R word that, you know, talks about like, you know, mentally disabled people, you know, they used to throw that word around about like everybody, yeah. you know, Yeah. but now we've come to a time where we're put on notice, like, yo, this is not socially acceptable. And this is definitely offensive to anybody that hears it, whether yep. you're talking about that person or not, mm-hmm. Yep. you know? I am, you know, one that's guilty of using slurs like that, you know, back in my time, but I don't use those slurs anymore because I'm like, well, that's not the right word to use, you know, Right. because if I say this to, you know, somebody, even though I'm not talking about them specifically being No, I know what you mean. I know exactly. Yeah. And and, and, and one of the best examples, oh, that's gay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And one of our good friends, he's, you know, homosexual. He's a grown-ass man. He was married. Um, and I would, it would slip around him and he wouldn't say anything. But, like, we're real cool with each other. So he wasn't like, oh, I'm offended. But yeah. I'm like, Steve, I know I said that. But I, he's like, well, you're making a thing out of it. and it, But it is stupid to say because what's gay about it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're literally saying, like, gay is like bad and that's mm-hmm. literally like what someone right. like explained to me like well when you say stuff like that you're saying that being gay is bad and I'm like but I don't think being gay is bad and they're like yeah we know that well I know that you don't mean that but if you right. if you were to say it it's being used as if you're saying it's bad as a negative yeah you know so yeah, it made sense true. to me I was like oh you know what you taught me something Yep. you know and I feel like yeah. that's something that needs to happen just like it needs to keep going like we need to keep having those conversations like that yeah. and it's like I mentioned to you earlier you know it's like 
well, off camera, like if we keep continuing like these dialogues about just like everything, understanding, you know, we could stop taking that stigma of like, you know, somebody being different from us as a negative connotation, you know, right. we'll see it as like right. a social norm. Because yeah. coming back to said coworker, I told them like, well, you know what, these kids are going to grow up seeing somebody that's like homosexual or seeing somebody that is kind of like with a mental or physical mm -hmm. disorder yeah. and they're going to see it as like well this is like normal you know they're different from me you know they're born different that's right. that's just the way they were born right doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them that's just the way they were born yeah that's no. true in that but that starts at home it know? does it definitely starts at home all right so i think that's pretty much it for today so i i want to thank you desi for coming on to the show for having me yeah um, this is a very fun conversation you know yeah i got kind of off track for a second with the politics but <laughs> <laughs> hey if i'm gonna have a, a, a second you know or a chance to speak like i want to be heard too you know honestly. yep yep Not everybody's gonna like it but it's any kind of platform like i said i know enough about it to i could be out there doing stuff and helping out more but i can't i cannot I yeah they yeah. picked up activists and fucking sent them home you know <laughs> I know. they have and yeah there's just a lot to say and i think you know i love and hate everybody the same but it has mm -hmm. nothing to do with where you're from or what you look like or what you smell like or anything like actions man and respect that's it yep yeah so I think a lot of people should step back for a second. Like this neighbor we have, he has, I don't know how many Trump flags in this big display with lights. Oh, and it's, oh. it's, dude, get over it. Do you need a hug? Like, <laughs> you, know, it's not the you, you feel what we felt four years ago. Mm -hmm. I understand how you feel, but they're nasty about it. You know, and yeah. that's just one example, but people just need to chill the fuck out a little bit because you know what nobody in dc cares about us mm -hmm. collectively so in the collectively. end up, you know what i mean yeah you know and yep. yet we're here like battling each other over some bullshit so yeah that's sad yep Hopefully it definitely is out. all right yeah. so um once again can you tell us your social media where my audience could find you Okay, I'll spell it again. It's at <laughs> Desires Creep Shop. D E E C A Y A S C R E E P S H O P. <laughs> All right. And yeah, you guys definitely check her stuff out. You know, she makes some pretty cool, um, pretty cool, <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Now I can't talk now. <laughs> she makes some pretty cool designs, pretty cool resin art, pretty cool mugs, um, cups and everything. You know, check out some of the three designs that she has done. I'm telling you guys, you guys gotta check out that skeleton. Like, it is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, thanks again. All right, you too, Jesse. All right, so audience, I will be right back for the slasher corner.
are back, everyone, and we are now back with the Slasher Corner. And as you guys know, I always have a Slasher movie of the week. And this week, I want to suggest to you guys, well, this is maybe not a Slasher, and even though it's not a Slasher, it is definitely a horror movie. So, everybody, just go watch The Conjuring. Like, seriously, is there any other movie that you guys need to watch right now? Beyond that, I mean, even if you're not a fan of it, just watch it. <laughs> As everybody knows, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It is out. Check it out. Go ahead. Watch it. Tell me how much you like it. Tell me, tell me how much you hate it. Do whatever you want with it. But other than that, I am going to sign out for today. If you guys want to follow me, those social medias are Walter Doom on Instagram, Walter Doom one on Twitter, and Walter Doom on everything else streaming. And as you guys know, this has been another episode of Let's Talk About Horror. This is America. Don't let them catch you slipping out. Stay diabolical, people.